0: But if you aren't from Austin, P. Terry's is like the best burger chain ever. It's I describe as in and out as it should be. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're from California, fight me. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the TV Lab, where we put the tips, tricks, and methods of getting stuff done to the test. I'm your host, Kyle, and I'm Mark. And today we're talking about overcoming bad habits using the uh, lessons from the book that we finished or we reviewed last week or two weeks ago, technically, I guess. Last episode, I'll just say last episode, <laughs> <laughs> Atomic Habits by James Clear. We uh, read that book. We gave a re- really good review of it. At least I think it's a good review because I love that book. So hopefully it's a good episode. Mm-hmm. Not have of it yet, so we all know how it's going to be. But It's a really good book, nevertheless, and we decided to implement some of the teachings of the book into our personal lives to fix two bad habits. What those are, we'll get to later, but for now, what have you been working on, Mark?
1: I've been just knocking out um, some small things, small projects. So getting caught up on my book notes notebook. Yes, I have a book notes notebook that uh, whenever I read books... um, If uh, it's a if it's a physical book or something that I'm reading, um, I like to keep sticky notes and write down uh, quotes that I really like or anything like that. And or if it's like a Kindle book, uh, typically when I'm done, I then go through all my Kindle notes and I transfer those onto uh, quotes and notes onto um, uh, sticky notes, and I put them in the book. And then I write kind of my personal thoughts and semi review uh in that notebook so it was nice getting caught up on that this weekend i've also been working of course the top three things have been this podcast uh this show's uh number one project uh is one of my top three projects the austin podcaster so Mm. uh, events for that i had a planning session um with uh, someone recently to discuss some future things that we wanted to do. So there's lots of stuff there, meeting events and all of that is happening um, and writing the newsletters. Then outside of that, kind of slowly been, uh, you know, knocking out Project Dollar. Not necessarily writing, but the structure and thinking a lot and how I'm going to write? I know the next scenes that I need to write, so it's been working in my head how to approach those scenes. What do I want okay. to do? And I think I made a a breakway. Sorry, a breakthrough, <laughs> not breakway. Headway and a breakthrough the same time. <laughs> breakaway. <laughs> I'm trademarking that word breakway <laughs> uh, with how how the scene is going to be encapsulate it. That's the best word I can think of at the moment. Okay. So now that I have that, the theme of these next few scenes uh, and how I'm going to write them, I know what they are. And so now I can picture better and how to write them. So that'll be awesome. Even though I've been I think we talked about this several times before. I'm always mentioning it and it's because it really sucks. But <laughs> I need another writer's retreat. <laughs> Just Different events, and then work the past two week uh, two weekends. On each day, you know, I had to cover for work, or I was doing work on the weekends for the old day job. That that ramps up my anxiety. So anytime I've mm. booked a day to write on Project Dollar, it doesn't happen. I can't I can't sit down and immerse myself because I need to be available. So I think I think I'm I'm going to just need to schedule another writing retreat where. I'm just offline for 48 hours so I can write nothing else but write so I can hit my I think I have a goal of 10,000 words for quarter four. And so that's uh, through December 31st. So we got to hit that. So those are the top my top three projects, things I've been chipping away at uh, for the past two weeks. Um, That's been uh, keeping me busy. What about yourself?
0: Uh, it's been more productive than the last time we spoke, I believe, because I think when we last spoke, there was still like dealing with like the fallout of moving, mm-hmm. which was, which is never fun. That in itself is it's like, own oh, like two week to a month long projects, depending on how much stuff you have to move, et cetera, et cetera. That's all taken care of now. Yeah. So things are much more normal now. Me and Amberly are waking up every morning to go to the gym. Well, waking up every morning. She just got back from her trip on Friday. So Saturday through today, Monday, we've been waking up every morning to go to the gym to get that habit rolling. But that's just, that's working ourselves. Project-wise, I'm looking at my timers right now. Uh, definitely a lot for the productivity lab, as you know. Whenever we were, whenever we met up for our work session this week, I uh, spent about two hours editing the episode and uh, getting it ready. Which is I can't. The episode was I can't remember one it was. It doesn't matter to the listeners what episode I was, I was editing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I've been working on that part lab. I did a little bit of writing on my fictional story I'm working on. Still like flushing out the details. And um, I've been trying to work out more details like how the framing of the story is supposed to be. So it's been a lot of work just trying to work with that. And then I wrote something while we were at the coffee shop together. And then the next morning I realized that I didn't want to write that scene anymore. So I got, I got something else in my head. So I've been doing that. Oh, and also the, uh, the audio drama I'm working on, we did more casting and readings. And me and my co-writer are doing something different this time. We've realized that there's that one of our biggest crutches has been trying to lean on to outside help on this project for reading voices, A, e.g. people that we'd never met before that have some kind of like audio background, which is fine, but we want to really produce something and not really care about the quality so much right now. So we're now reaching out to friends for casting, saying that we've been kind of self-conscious about for a while. <laughs> but we were just like, after five months on and off of this, we're like, screw it, this is an ambitious project. We'll find whoever we can, and we'll just have to just trust our editing and directing skills to fix, or not fix it, to to make it good. So we're, our friends, we, we don't know anybody that has like a formal theater background. But we have friends that uh, have done stuff in the performing arts and uh, also friends that are in D&D campaigns, which as anybody who's ever played D&D before, (laughs) you got to play a character in it. (laughs) So we reached out actually to all of our D&D friends saying, hey, how would you like to act in front of a microphone with a script? So, yeah, so we're taking a different approach this time, but we're kind of gotten to the point now where we just want to produce something. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, that's the those are the two biggest things. Uh, we had a really good day on Sunday casting and a little bit of writing touch up as well. Yeah, and yeah, um, that's been my my past two weeks according to Toggle, <laughs> <laughs> the Almighty Toggle. It tells you everything. It doesn't lie unless you forget to turn off a timer. <laughs> yeah, I've woken up to
1: a couple. Uh, apparently, like we were talked we were talked about a an Android bug before. And so one time I had started a timer on my phone, and it never synced to anywhere oh else. Oh my God, yeah. And when I opened it back up, and it was like a couple of weeks later, it tracked some uh, pretty large amount of time <laughs> uh, in there, and I had to delete the thing. I couldn't even remember how long <laughs> I actually worked on that event, but it was crazy.
0: Toggle's awesome, but man, their Android app means a lot of work. They made a big improvements over the past year. yeah but I had syncing issues over this weekend. I had about four hours of audio drama work that I recorded on my Android app, and it never synced online, so I had to manually input today and delete the ones on the Android app. I even, re- even uninstalled and reinstalled the app just in case there was an issue with the app itself. So I've made that switch. Don't,
1: don't scream at me, audience. <laughs> please do not scream at me. I made that switch from Android to iOS. Um, cause it's been slowly leading back into my life. I mean, I started off on the original iPhone. Um, mm, but yeah. since my work job working on a Mac and then getting back into wanting to learn editing and uh, illustration and all these artsy tools and stuff, mm. I then got a Mac for home. And then I love my iPad that I got as well. <laughs> it's amazing. So of course I got an iPhone, but since using that, I have not ran into any sync issues using yeah, my could, iphone and and with the toggle app on my mac
0: i hear that toggles better on ios okay just because uh yeah i, I think that i enjoyed app they had to redo it they had to build it from the ground up i think a year ago mm-hmm. and then they released a new one which is better but it still has issues they definitely are more for the ios crowd uh, I think that's enough about toggle, though. But yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, that's the episode I was editing this weekend. I was editing the time tracking episode. So, uh, if you want to learn more about toggle and how to use it, go check out our time tracking episode. Absolutely. Let's go to our challenge for this week, Mark. We will be talking about, as I said at the top of the episode, we'll be talking about two bad habits we wanted to improve upon over the past two weeks using some methods from uh, the Atomic Habits book. And, uh, And even like maybe like a homebrew of our own as well, like our own techniques. So let's start with you, Mark. What were your habits? And did you make significant improvements? And if not, what did you learn? (laughs) So quizzing you.
1: (laughs) My two habits uh, was a room reset, um, putting everything back in its place was number one. And then the uh, and that was to fix a bad habit and to promote a good habit. And the second was to promote a good habit, and that was read uh, before bed. Now, mm, um, sorry. be so for the second one, I, when I initially said like read before bed, I realized it wasn't necessarily a smart goal. So we had to make it a smart goal by putting making it time-bound and a little bit more specific. So I said read for at least 30 minutes before bed, and I made a note that before bed, was 11 p.m. So I need to be in bed by 11 p.m. That means I need to start reading at 1030 and, you know, wrapping everything else up beforehand. So those were the uh, two bad habits I decided to uh, tackle on. There's plenty or two habits to tackle. Um, There were plenty that I had, but we chose that. So Mm -hmm. It was, um, it was good. So, um, there for for that, there were a couple things, uh, with it. The first habit, I didn't necessarily apply a super, uh, a lot of things from what he proposed in a book, such as his four laws, right? The cue, craving, response, and reward. Mm-hmm. So I didn't necessarily need to identify what the, uh, I, I guess in some fashion I did identify what the cues were, but not necessarily a craving or response. Um, I think that went towards other things. Maybe if I if my bad habit was to reduce social media use, right? Then yeah. then you identify then the necessary craving uh, for that to kind of battle that and, and make and remove that. So for putting things back, doing the room reset. I kept one thing in my mind, and it wasn't explained in this book necessarily. It's from another book I haven't read. I think Deep Work is where this came mm-hmm. from, or Getting Things Done. I can't, uh-huh. which I know is on a future read list, but there's only one thing I know uh, from either one of those books, and I, I don't know which it is. And that's the two minute rule. Now it's different from the two minute. Mm. Oh, that wasn't Atomic Habits. Oh, wait, yeah, it's different. It's okay, different. okay, yeah, okay. Or maybe it's it's different. I'm trying to find that piece, but it's essentially what's always stuck back in, into my head was if this particular task would take me more than two minutes to do, mm-hmm. and if not, then I would go ahead and do that task. So I try to keep it keep that in mind. And also for the room reset, when starting that, um, I didn't want to make it overbearing or harder to uh, start. And again, to start creating a good habit, right? You just have to you have to make it easy, attractive, mm-hmm. as he states. So we already knew my desk was a hot mess, right? For example, <sighs> um, before starting, so that didn't mean when I start the room reset. Um, and that could be n- and not necessarily a room, but a, a piece of space that you work in or or mm-hmm. that you exist in. That didn't mean that I went top to bottom, filing away absolutely everything on my desk, because then that was immediately unattractive to me. And it was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I get that.
1: And, and so I was like, OK, when I approach this, it's going to be anything that I use at that point in time going forward. I would reset to back the way it was or put it in its proper place. So if I uh, had a notebook that was sitting on my desk just in the way and I actually used that notebook, then I will put it back away. So it it got to a point where the things that I were actually using, I did uh, start to put away in its proper space. Same with um, other things like if I placed a stack of, of mail magazines or something like that. You know, if I decide to do my reading for that, it wasn't immediately going in. Okay, let me absolutely clean everything. And it sounds like I'm a horrible like cleaning nightmare, and, and it's not that, but it wasn't going in. Um, starting with a, a a completely freshly cleaned space or organized space, and then continuing on from there. I just kind kind of use whatever I needed to use, and then put those items away. And then if there was the two-minute rule, apply. If I thought of something that I can do within those two minutes, um, then I would uh, clean or organize that piece of item or put something else away within those two minutes, maybe a book back in its book sleeve that's been sitting mm-hmm. on my desk for a while. And the same thing for kitchen. Since I cook a lot at home, one of the bad habits that was stacking up for me was letting I wouldn't immediately uh, put away the things when I'm done. I would just throw it (laughs) in the sink. Right. And it's like, I'll do that later. And then when later came, I'm like, I don't feel like doing that. And so then it will be tomorrow in which I will be forced to do it. Right. I will be forced to, okay, I need to clean this so I can move this out of the way so then I can wash this or use this. And so then it was again, using, uh, putting everything back in its place I kept. I decided to clean as I cooked. Um, If I was cooking something or prepping something, then I always claimed and put it right back as I was prepping my meal while I was in the mood, and it made it so much easier to continue on, and I didn't have to worry about, okay, this is blocking me or this is in the way, or that one knife I need to use um, is ready and available for me. Mm. So that's how I was able to kind of some things that I did for that first goal. Um, and that helped me for the second one read for at mm. least 30 minutes before really? bed. Yeah. So. Yeah, how those tie together? So Room Reset wasn't just about putting things back in their place or where they need to be. If you use something, put it away. I also envisioned using it as a way to prep the room for how I wanted to use it. That makes sense, right? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So if I wanted to read later, then as I was putting, as I put things away, then I would set up the desk or whatever area that I wanted to use later to already have the items prepped for me. So if I wanted to read before bed, then I will have the book on my keyboard, whether the Kindle tablet book or whatever um, I was reading from. I will have that on my desk in the way. If I wanted to journal in the morning before I went to bed at night, mm-hmm. I will make sure the journal is front and center instead of stashed away with my you know collection of other, yeah, other journal books. That- right. Um, it, it was just all about like if you want to make sure that you're working out in the morning, again, kind of you put things in its place. What can I put in the place like my clothes out the night before? Or mm. if I want to draw um, and and as he points out in the book, right, if you want to draw, then maybe putting your art pencils and paper and getting everything prepped and ready. So then when you see it, you're already primed and ready to go. And it helps kind of do that one take you that one extra step in your habit. So it made sure that I was always reading because I will always have the book on my desk And that helped keep me from the computer late at night when I get to my computer and I'm like, oh, let me hop on YouTube. Nope. I got this book right here. So I'm going to turn off the monitors (laughs) and I'm going to read and then just right hop in bed. Uh, So that really helped prep me for the second uh, habit I wanted to create Uh, by taking care of a bad habit. It helped set me up for success. For another habit I wanted to create. So yeah, the, the room reset isn't just about putting things away, but also um, putting things or prepping things in its place. Um, if if you're the TV remote, like he writes in his book, uh, this friend always putting the TV remote away. It's It kind of helps that it's not laying in its place, but it's always where it needs to be. And it's amazing. Yeah. No, no. And I was just gonna say, and if my desk is always prepped for drawing, then guess what? I'm going to draw because it's prepped uh, for me to do that. What were you gonna say?
0: It's amazing like how like adding and reducing friction makes a huge difference in how you do things. Like it makes a huge, tremendous difference. Like the whole setting up the room for the next day is a really good idea to overcome or start new habits. Just get everything out of the way or get everything in the right place. Oh yeah.
1: And yeah. before I would, I would, you know, stash away my journals or whatever so I could have a clear desk or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then on the other extreme, I would just have everything piled on my workshop desk and um, which I couldn't see or grab it. But um, yeah, I, I just found it really useful and beneficial to not only when I got to the point where I put everything back in its place, I then prep the space for what I want it its uh, use to be uh, when I return to it.
0: Well, sounds like you uh, you've been doing pretty well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I
1: haven't been doing so bad.
0: Um, yeah, we'll get to the we'll get to like what we uh, think about our our methods later. I think yeah. when we get to like the review. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anything else you want to share about?
1: Uh, No, I I think that'll be good for now. So there's a little bit uh, more that we can get back to later. But yeah, I'm curious about you and your two habits.
0: Yeah, so I had a habit that was pretty close to yours, which is to clean things and keep things clean, kind of resetting the room like you. And then I also had another one, which is spinning or no spending money on non-essentials during the work week, which means basically do not go out at all. It means like don't buy something random at the store, and so on. So to uh, I mentioned this in the last episode, but to track these habits, I was using the app Habitica, okay, which is a uh, app that basically turns your habits into an RPG. I think the original name of it was Habit RPG, <laughs> and they rebranded as Habitica a couple of years ago. I've been using that it's because it, you could join parties, and then the parties make like either make or break a boss fight depending on how well people are completing their habits. Oh wow! Okay. Or how many they're completing, so it's been really helpful to get that social pressure going for habits that I don't really intend to. Uh, I don't feel like doing. <laughs> so okay, it's been good for that. I actually lost a level this week, which was very disheartening. <laughs> if you lose a level, it really makes you feel bad because like, you lose off your gold, you lose off your XP, you go back down to your previous level, and then I think yeah, it, it it's never a good feeling to lose a level. So uh but yeah, for my habits I was uh every day we'll start with the we'll start with the cleaning one because this is a little bit easier to measure. The very first thing I did was I actually, unlike you, I cleaned everything in my personal space to get it organized to how I want it to be. Mm-hmm. And I want to maintain it at that level. Okay. So I went through my car, got rid of all the trash in there. Uh, or most of the trash still, so there's still a little bit of like papers, like receipts laying around, but I want everything off the seats, everything off the floors. It wasn't really that messy, but it was definitely in need of like, or it was definitely becoming like a, an easy trash can while I was out to like, toss things out. So it wasn't that messy, but it needed to be clean. And it was also nice. I was watching Riggins at the time, like with Amberly out of town. I uh, I then uh, was in charge of this dog, and he has a tendency to to nervous or excited eats. Like he'll eat <laughs> whatever's on the ground. So it's good move. It was a good move throughout the week to keep all the floors clean. So okay, yeah. It's like I don't want him to eat things I shouldn't be eating. <laughs> so, but yeah, I cleaned out my car. I uh, went through my office, I dumped all the paperwork I don't need anymore, I put the rest up in drawers, and then I cleaned off uh, my desk entirely, and I did some reorganizing with some things. Actually, like you, I kind of put some things in areas that I wanted to work on more. Mm-hmm. So for example, at my office, I have both a laptop and a desktop and I like standing desk, but we don't have standing desk unless you have like an actual like back problem. Like you go to like a doctor and they write you a note and I don't have a back problem so I can't get a standing desk. So I decided to put my laptop on top of like a small, I don't know, chest high bookshelf I have in my office. And I turned that into a standing desk for doing like, I don't know, simple non-design work is what it's going to be used for. Okay. And I use it like twice, not much as I want to, but it's, <laughs> it's there. And another habit I decided to build on top of this is uh, let's just that will not really that will not be covering in this, but uh, one thing I noticed since I last took my professional engineering exam, which is basically uh, for those who are not in the field, after about four years after college, it depends on the state. Uh, if you want to be a registered engineer with the state, you have to take this test that pretty much quizzes you on everything you learned throughout college. And this is four years removed, so you forget a lot of things. And uh, the test is eight hours long. Whenever you're done with it, you just feel dead and you don't want to do anything for the rest of the day or weekend. I remember that when I took my test, me and my friend drove to Dallas and I asked him to drive to Dallas for me because I just couldn't couldn't drive after all that. But anyways, uh, I realized that since I took that test a year ago, my knowledge of The mathematics I use in my field has kind of been limiting. Like it's been kind of, it's been dwindling throughout the time. So I put my old question book out on my, on an empty portion of my desk. And now I'm making myself every morning go through this question book and I quiz myself on random questions to see if I remember things. If not, I could use it to relearn things. So I decided to build a habit on top of that. Like you with your reading, you with your journaling, you put the things in the right place. So I just put that there, and it's been three days so far. So that's a new thing I put into this whole thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I uh, on top of that though, every day after everything was in its right place, every day I get a reminder on my phone through Hebeika through around twelve thirty, right before lunch, saying find something to clean or organize in the office. So whenever that thing comes up. I need to go find something in my office. Maybe it's a book in the out of place. Maybe it's like a sheet of paper that's on that I'm not using right now. Maybe it's something that's like not in a drawer when it should be. I just need to find at least one thing and put it in its right place. <laughs> that's what I do. Okay. And then I do it. Then I check the habit off, and then I get my XP for that day. <laughs> so, nice. Yeah. And then I do the same thing at home every night at like around six thirty or seven. My phone would vibrate saying, find one thing to clean our guys the, around the house. So for me, it's usually it was dishes. So I go into the living or the living room into the kitchen and then uh, go and uh, clean a dish or walk, put some dishes up, take out the trash, etc. Because it, the kitchen is a room that's constantly in need of maintenance of all the rooms in the house. Yeah. So I do that and that's kinda how I built that habit throughout the throughout the time. I also had an additional habit each morning to make my bed, which is something i never done before. Oh wow. So, I mean like Amberly and I will make the bed together, but whenever I have the bed to myself while she's out of town, I never make the bed. So huh. <laughs> during those two weeks I was planning on making the bed. However, she uh, I was like, you know what? I, this is part of keeping everything organized so I'm gonna make the bed every morning and I made the bed every morning but two days and I think they're both on the weekends because I was feeling lazy mm. so yeah uh, but other than that though I I feel like I did a good job of keeping things relatively clean yeah or at least relatively organized around the house my other habit was not non-essential spending which I realized is a bad week Bad two weeks to do that. <laughs> why? Because I'm the kind of person that after work, I need to talk to somebody. If not, I feel like unfulfilled for my day. And a good way to talk to people is to meet up with them somewhere. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I made, I didn't do as well as I wanted to in that one. I'll get to why I think about my technique in that later. But I did set the rule that maybe if I meet up with somebody, I will do my best to eat something at at the house before leaving. And then I could use the money that I would have spent on food and save that, or and then just buy drinks with them instead. So that's how that was my way around that. Of course, you and I got dinner a lot uh, while doing that two week period together. And and I bought food then. So that didn't really uh, work out too well. Yeah. (laughs) So, that was bad for my habits, but good for my sanity, as I describe. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's the kind of person I am, though. If I don't talk to somebody after work, I feel like that my day is not complete, and then I just have a hard time sleeping that night. Oh, wow. So, with Amberly gone, it was hard to like, really fulfill that part of my brain. Okay. So, now that she's back, we've actually decided together that we will only spend money eating out once a week, is what we decided on. Yes. And... Usually for me, it's gonna be running and eating Pete Terry's afterwards. <laughs> Which people, if you aren't from Austin, P. Terry's is like the best burger chain ever. It's I describe it as in and out as it should be. <laughs> so if you're from California, fight me. <laughs> but yeah, every time I run a six mile run or longer, I always eat Pete Terry's as a reward to myself because I'm not trying to lose weight. Yeah, I'm I'm just trying to work on running long distances. So. Six miles or more. I've been doing 10-mile runs for the past two weeks. So I've been rewarding myself very generously. Okay, okay. <laughs> As I'm eating off the calories, I burn, I burn off. <laughs> it's a break-even run. Yeah, basically, it's a break-even run. But yeah, that's been my whole thing. because has been my best thing. I've, I'm in a party, which means that I'm held accountable by people, by how well we perform in these tasks. I'm on their Discord and everything, so I talk to these people. It's a really interesting diversity of people, or diverse within the nerd self improvement sphere. So everything from like people that are trying to study in school to people that are trying to do better in their job on this wing group. So, yeah, yeah, those are the things that I've been working on, and that's how I've been doing it. I basically was trying to do the two minute rule throughout my life. Mm -hmm. So the reminder of, hey, find something that is around the office to clean up. That was my two minute rule. Okay. And I did that. So it doesn't seem like as structured as yours was, but I think that the power of HIPA was enough to like really motivate me to do things. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I guess I've, I forgot to mention that I did have, I did have a app that I tried out on my phone. I I don't have my phone on me, so I, I can't get the name It's like productivity or something. And you can input Uh, particular things that that you want to do and the time slots and it will give you periodic reminders. But um, so mine is like I always have read on mine, like always have a Mm -hmm. time slot for reading in the morning and before bed. um, That's on my Google Calendar. I'll keep playing with it. Um, It was nice to get the little reminders. Um, So we'll see if I can. I think it'll be interesting to do some of the things that that you're doing to have some type of accountability. And I didn't I don't necessarily have that. Like the Habitica game sounds like pretty dope. Not only are you playing a game having fun, but you not tackling your habits is also impacting other people and them not doing Mm -hmm. theirs is impacting you so that's a Mm -hmm. that's a pretty good way uh to go about it as well and chris uh has a chapter about that in his book right um of
0: uh oh yeah social accountability yeah
1: making sure that you are are accountable for the habits you want to create or break
0: yes (laughs) it's uh, it's really nice to have that kind of thing in there because otherwise like i was using this habit tracking app for a while i think it's just called habits or loop habits mm-hmm. i can't remember what it's called on uh, android and it's just basically like a checklist like do you do it that day or not and it wasn't really doing it for me yeah so putting that social aspects really made a big difference in me okay which is actually kind of funny because i actually left Habitica a couple of years ago to go to the loop habit tracker mm-hmm. but i realized that it wasn't me that was the, I mean, it wasn't the app that was issue It was like my party my party was like me and my friends. And that wasn't for like all of them. So they started like kind of gradually leaving the app and I started leaving the app gradually as well. And then now there's a, there's a guild and there's guilds and there's parties, guilds where we just go to talk about things that interest you. But there's a guild that is like seeking party guild. And I joined two, I joined three parties and, uh, the one I'm currently in has been the most active and the most engaging of all of them. So I've been, I've been testing out that way. If people want to do Habeika and their listeners, the show, I'd be more than happy to start a, a uh, party with you. Just DM me on Instagram since I don't check Twitter. And that's all in the description of like where you can find me on Instagram. And you'll hear that at the end of the show as well. But it's, Yeah, it's the social accountability has been great. But I think that also inadvertently with us doing this for the show, we were keeping each other socially accountable as well. Yeah. So it's not really like the most, it's not really the most like solid test of a concept because they're like, oh, we're like, oh no, I got, I got a report on this in two weeks. I need to at least do my best to do this thing. So it'll be interesting if we
1: at the top of our productivity updates, uh, from time to time, maybe mention if we're continuing on with those habits um, that mm-hmm. we created. So it'll kind of be in back of mind. It's something that we mm-hmm. started, something that we want to continue to do, but then our focus are going to be on other challenges and things that we're looking at. So it's mm-hmm. not. It's you're going to be so focused on delivering on that next thing. Then, it, then it's like, oh, are you keeping up with these other habits that you're trying to create? So I think mm. maybe a blend to the background and kind of be kind of a true to form um, to see if you're still being accountable in some way.
0: Yeah. So I think we should now move on to our our thoughts on our processes these past two weeks. So what we learned along the way and... How much do you, do we think that we have improved on on our habits that we were working on like how would you rank since we aren't really ranking any we aren't really ranking anything this time mm-hmm. I think we should rank our our own personal journey on <laughs> each of these habits so each, give each habit its own separate score okay yeah I think that's what we should do since this is a different this is like a this is kind of a, it's a different episode it's an experimental episode and a show called the bright theory lab so it makes sense yeah 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 so starting with you, I guess, how would you rank your, your progress, your journey, and what lessons do you learn along the way? What would you keep doing? What would you not do anymore?
1: I would rate the room reset, I will give that a four. I was thinking a 3.5, but I will give that a four out of five Of, of as far as my process, because I feel I could have done better in some of the, the room resets. And making sure that everything was put away immediately. Uh, sometimes I did lax during a challenge and say, oh, I'll, you know, I'll get back to that in like an hour of my next break uh, or something. Um, and then I will go do that thing. And then I'll say, oh, two minute rule. I can knock this out in two minutes when it would have been easier if I would have just done that in the time that I was like doing meal prep or cooking. Um, or if I was doing something else, so I, I I feel I could have gotten gotten better, but the what brings that score up for me, um, and I guess it's because the next challenge that I decided to do right in the book, you know, it wasn't solely that me discovering oh room prep as well. Um, Mark mm. came up with that. No, that's actually Chris actually talks about that in um yeah that's true his yep. book. So it's not something that immediately came to me, but that did using that. Did oh my God, we're saying Chris, it's James, James Clear. Claire. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, I, was, Chris I said that and I was like, that's wrong. That's wrong.
0: <laughs> I don't know how many times we said Chris in this episode. Did we? We'll just, oh. I don't know if we said it or not. I don't know if we have or haven't because we talked about uh, Hyperfocus for so long. Yeah, yeah. we. Yeah, the name Chris is just like yeah. the placeholder name for authors.
1: And the environment thing for me, with with uh, removing and adding things to your environment, was also talked about in Chris's book. Okay. Okay,
0: James. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep this part in, just in case we did be if we did make these mistakes earlier in the show, people will know. Yes.
1: So, James, clear. Okay. Um the author of uh, Atomic Habits um he actually has a really good newsletter so you should check it out but um yeah so he does talk about this in his book and using that did help me keep up with my next um habit and that was to read before bed by prepping the area for what I intended it to be used uh, for. So I will give that like a for how I approach that. I, th- You know, there's some improvements I can make in making it more immediate for the things that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I did keep up with it. I did keep the space. I did get the space to where I needed it to be, and maintained it, and that kind of helped, you know, subtly reduce the stress away of not we're having to worry about that you need to clean this up or you need to do this or organize this. It's just already done. It's ready, and you can just move forward to that particular task. So it does helps. You, it does help your productivity. For the next piece, um, again, that was already set up. By the room mm-hmm. prep and so i just executed on that and then i already ha- i had a good book that i just kept pulling me in to read so that just did made you sleep it. better i did and you want to know oh, why nice. <sighs> yeah so and we can li- i'll link to it in the show notes but reading before bed does actually have some benefits so there are some studies and things like that that people have performed and and whatever uh, about it but one of the things is reading does reduce stress Now there's other activities that reduce stress such as working out or listening to music but reading um, in in some studies had a larger impact or reduction in stress Now, Can you imagine anything better than reading before bed? And in one particular study, they say all you need to do is read for at least six minutes and you're going to get a big drop in uh, stress levels and reducing your Mm -hmm. stress at at minimum for reading for six minutes. I mean, that's already great. Going long day, going um, had a long day, stressful day, whatever's going on. But if you're spending that time reading before bed, That means for that length of time, you also are not connected to an electronic device that is emitting blue lights, keeping you up. You're then de-stressing yourself, proven benefit of relaxing you before bed, that aids Mm -hmm. in you going to sleep a little bit better. And then there's some side benefits as well, such as memory and learning. Reading before bed, uh, and depending on some things that, that you're reading, it does improve your ability to uh, for memory and memorization of things. There are some uh, cognitive abilities that happen, such as for as memorization and pairing things and connecting things together. Um, mm-hmm. There's a, so I'll, I'll link to that study as well. So there's some benefits that you have for memory and learning. Uh, reading just in general makes you more empathetic as a human. That's always a great thing. And um, there's been some studies that also show that reading, in general, I mean, is a good exercise for the brain It works certain parts mm-hmm. of your brain that you don't necessarily use throughout the day. Uh, but it also, uh, they say that there's um, some reduction in Alzheimer's, uh, for example. Okay. The biggest benefit for me, at least, um, all the other stuff is amazing. But the most immediate impact that you're going to receive is the stress uh, reduction reducing your stress before bed you met all those things now you're dropped all your your items that are bugging you are dropped away and you're into whatever world that you're reading and then that helps and aids in you going to sleep and not, not having a nice restful sleep unless you start dreaming about the book like I did, and I'm reading The Water Dancer by Ta-Nehisi Coates. And I don't necessarily like dreaming about being a slave during that time. So <laughs> me waking up uh, to just dreaming about parts in that book, um, uh, it's not so fun, but oh, I can't put it down. So it's morning, day, night with me on that book. <laughs> so having a really good book helps as well. So how would you rank your experience with it? Uh, with this um I was I would say a four as well because oh, even okay. though I, I, I the previous uh, create, maintaining the uh, getting rid of the other bad habit and, and creating room prep helped aid me in reading the secondary portion of the the reading before bed I did break that a few times and I did wasn't always in bed at 11. Um, it'll be eleven thirty or twelve o'clock, where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna read now before bed. So then I'll end up in bed like at twelve thirty or one. So that happened a few <laughs> nights over the. And if you're following me on Instagram, you may have seen me uh, uh, post a story about it. It's like, ooh, I'm gonna read this book before bed. But um, so I, I bring it down. But um, the process was good and. The, just the stress level and better sleep when I did read before bed was well worth it. And it's something I'm going to desperately try to continue.
0: That's a convincing argument. I used to read before bed. Then I changed to YouTube because I fell asleep to kind of like mindlessly watching a YouTube video, mm-hmm. but you it is there's addicting at times. Yeah. 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 Well, I guess time to move on to mine. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to rank my improvements on cleaning and keeping things steady four. I think I did a pretty good job with, uh, with what I got, with what I had to keep things a bit steady. Mm-hmm. My car, I didn't really clean out as much after I did the initial clean. <laughs> so I could have done better on that. There are some receipts lying around it right now. Uh, my desk has been fairly good. I think there's like a piece of paper on it right now and I left the office, which is like great. It's usually like a dozen. Wow. So yeah, uh, that's been good. Keeping the kitchen clean was mostly good, I'd say. I think there was a few days where I kind of put off not cleaning the dishes until later that day. Mm-hmm. I did try to go to sleep with a clean sink every night. So like, there's no dishes in it. There's no dishes near it. Just all the dishes on, are on the rack. Mm-hmm. So, I give myself a four for that. I, the two minute rule really helped me with that one. Just, but getting things to the level that it should be and then getting to the two minute rule to maintain it helped a lot. It was easier that we just moved to a new place. So, things are fairly already in order. So, it's easier to keep things in order as they are. Cheater. Which, which actually is a habit that Amberly and I agree that we'll be working on now is keep everything in order as long as we like in this house. Don't get lazy. Yeah. So it was a good habit to start together. Making the bed. I, I'm really proud of myself for making the bed every morning. So <laughs> <laughs> my mom will be proud of me. <laughs> Look, ma. So yeah, uh, the two minute rule was the the big winner in that one though. Okay. Like that is the best piece of advice for that kind of habit. Yeah, The harder one was a more nebulous and more tempting, no unessential spending. Because if you're like me, where you are a bit of an extrovert, you need to have some kind of socialization to decompress after your work. And going home with your dog isn't going to cut it. So there was a lot of times where I grabbed drinks with friends and so on. And But I did do my best to eat before leaving. And for that reason, I'm going to give myself a 2.5. 2.5? 2.5. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Okay. I, I think 3 is too generous because... I really wish I had my expense reports for the past two weeks. Like I log every expense I do on uh, YNAB, You Need a Budget, which is the best budgeting app I've ever used. But it only gives you the expense reports by month Mm -hmm. and not by a week. And I really want to know what it was for the past week. But uh, I'm going to assume that I did worse than I could have done. So I'm giving myself a 2.5 on that. And that's because I wasn't really defining myself very well. Maybe I guess a limit like no more than $10 a day on stuff. Yeah. Maybe it could be like, if you don't spend $10 today, you can save that $10, put it to your savings account. Because I'm really motivated to put money in my savings account. Uh, Because I kind of treat savings accounts like I see my uh, Habitica score and levels. Like It's like a score I'm growing and I don't want to harm it in any way. Mm -hmm. So I could have been like, okay, you have $20 or you have $10 to spend today. But if you don't spend it, you get to save $10 in your savings account. I could in that and that would have helped me a bit more. Yeah. But I had no good motivator for mine. And my desire to socialize was overbearing over my desire to save. <laughs> so I lost to myself on that one. So uh, that's because I didn't, well, it wasn't well defined. I didn't really have enough social punishment for Or not punishment, social reinforcement for it. Mm. And I didn't have enough personal reward and savings that I could have done. Okay. So. Yeah, I have this whole personal rule that as soon as my is moved to savings account, it's off limits. Never touch it ever. Yeah. So if I would have just done that, it would have been better. So I I I learned my lessons along the way, and now I gotta act upon those now. And this week, Amber and I are going to a concert on a Wednesday night. So that's actually gonna keep it cheap, I think, on a Wednesday night because we're not gonna get tempted to like go out later. So. Yeah, you got work the next day. Yeah, we agreed that we'll have a rule of having one drink there, and we'll eat before going. So that's that's our our self-imposed rule for this. We will be paying for a lift to get down there, more likely though. Mm-hmm. So that's going to cost some money, but going cut as many expenses as we can. And the band is called Sophie Tucker. They're really good. They're a electronic EDM duo. Yeah, uh, very clubby in their music. Really fun stuff. But yeah, uh I, it was a good learning experience to read this book and then try, try to like be very conscious of my habits. And unfortunately, I let my team down by uh, <laughs> buying drinks on nights, <laughs> so my good team didn't do as well. If I would have not gone, out, if I didn't go out that night, yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah. Interesting. Any final words?
1: No, I, I was just going to add uh, for your later, ch- latter challenge where you gave yourself a two point five. Um, and spending money, uh, th- that just kind of reminded me of, again, yeah, back to this book, Atomic Habits, right? Um, like we, like I said in a review, when I was reading this book, I couldn't help but to just nod at everything and, and exclaim, I did that, right? As <laughs> yeah. and crawling out of massive debt. And one of the things that I did or instituted a challenge, right, to try to break and reset my habits was no spend month. <laughs> oh my God, a month? A month. A week is a goal for me. So <laughs> that means that meant an immediate no. And wow. so then the aided benefit that I had is I'm not a social person, um, <laughs> like in person. So it's easy for me to say, I don't want to go to the bar. I don't want to go hang out or go to this event where there's people. Um, So that was a little bit easier for me, but it was an entire month of no spending. Um, Meaning like, yes, I had my budget for gas and or uh, limit. I limited the budget for groceries as well. Mm -hmm. And even at some points I tried to cut out the budget for groceries so that I uh, used everything in my cupboard.
0: That's a good idea. Right?
1: So the goal was to try to squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. Obviously, not spend. It. First, it started off with as a um, not really a challenge, but a necessity because I didn't have any money to spend. But then it got to the point I was like, OK, I think my spending's gotten off. No spend month for August and the entire month. I wouldn't spend a single dollar unless I sold something or I did took on an extra job and made money. That was okay. the only time where I could actually have a net positive and then I mm-hmm. could say, okay, then I can go to the movies because I sold this thing that I know was no longer using in my home. I sold it or um I did the side job and made fifty dollars or something like mm-hmm. that and then it was I, I and I'm I feel you on that. should I put it in savings so I can have more savings or should I go? have a drink or go watch this yeah. movie or something. <laughs> yep. But the no spend month was really great because then it was all money for me selling stuff or, uh, doing side jobs. But I, I just kind of want to add to, uh, uh, add on that, that maybe, that was something. I maybe used. after this
0: concert, we'll do that challenge. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no spend <Yeah>. concert.
0: <laughs> well, uh, I guess it's, it's time. Uh, we should be wrapping up now. Yeah.
1: So what do we have coming up next? What's our
0: next challenge? We have a more of a lifestyle challenge, I'd say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, I've read articles on this before and I've only played with it a tiny bit and I haven't really done that much to be reimbursed immersed in this challenge i are about to do, which is putting your phone in, in monochrome 24-7. Yeah. And it's supposed to make your phone less distracting. I've already been at war with my phone for the past three years trying to make it less distracting anyways mm-hmm. and still have it functional for the ways I want it to be. So this is supposed to be better than that, which actually this could help curb my YouTube bed habits. Like watching black and white YouTube videos uh, every night, it might be more boring if you like, I want to see the full details. So I think this can also curb my increasing recently
1: bad habit of being on Instagram. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. So it's the idea behind it is that the the many different colors you see on like in photos and videos typically. Are stimulating to your mind, and they make you want to see or experience more. So, if you go to just a single color palette between black and white and all the grays in between, the the experience should be a lot less stimulating. And basically, you're forcing yourself to be bored by your entertainment. Although I was going through Instagram today, and I found out that I really do have like a liking for black and white photography. I think, so <laughs> yeah. We'll see how well this works. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. We'll we'll be back in two weeks to talk to you about our experience with this simple, but possibly effective one hack that we could change to our phones to make them less distracting. Yeah. I already know the answer. That I'm gonna have before this after uh, we're done though. I'm not gonna do this all the time. So <laughs> I know this is gonna be really weird. <laughs> but we'll get to that later. Yeah. Maybe I'll be different on the other side of this. Maybe like actually, I'm gonna do this. Until then, where can people find you, Mark? People can
1: find me on Twitter and Instagram at AskMarkio. That is AskMarkio. And you can find me on my website at
0: AskMark.io. Where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at KyleSQ9. That is K-Y-L-E, the letter S, letter Q, number nine. Uh, I'm not active on Twitter right now. I kind of go through phases of being active and not active right now. I'm only tweeting via buffer on my personal accounts to get ideas out in the open and I check them on the weekends to see if there's anything has happened. So if you want to reach out to me for like say the hippie party, you could DM me on Instagram. That's completely fine. And I'm not even going to plug my website this time because I'm updated and it's so long. It's in the description. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's been like months since I last updated that thing, so it doesn't even deserve a shout out right now. <laughs> that will help motivate me to start shouting out. I think if I could like not talk about it for a while yeah. or not shouting out to start writing on it, so I can start shouting it out. But yeah, and you can find us, the Productivity Lab, at the Productive Lab on Twitter and Instagram, and the Productivity Lab Show for all of our past episodes and information on the show. And remember, stay productive.
1: Stay productive.